Hello, everybody, and welcome to Throllers. I'm joined once again with Chris Ronalds. How you doing, Chris? Uh, excellent, Alan. Glad to be here. Uh, here we go again. Well, like, is this three weeks in a row? We're just like bang, bang, bang. A hundred percent. We're we're starting to be scheduled programming. I'll call that a turkey. I think. <laughs> yeah, perfect. I like that. <laughs> uh, we're experimenting again here, folks. We've uh, Chris has found a, a new app that uh, we're recording this remote podcast on and um, let's see maybe uh, maybe no one will actually hear this one but uh, hopefully it'll be all right hopefully it works out it could open some doors for us oh yeah we're, we're hoping this opens some some pretty big doors but um, we'll get to that a bit later on yeah uh, <laughs> so we had a good week uh, weekend last week because we had the roughy social day which is always fun uh it's the first time i've actually made the roughy one this year which means uh it's the first time i've played that course besides the um glow round so i had a lot of fun how about yourself yeah yeah loads of fun um obviously you know we spoke about it on previous podcasts uh the course has been um you know transformed there's really not any Besides hole one, there's not really any holes that are kind of holes that we've played much before. The baskets all, the baskets have all moved, the tee pads have all moved, and it really has changed the course completely. Um, and yeah, it's really fun. It's a beginner friendly. It's really attackable. Um, and yeah, there was some low scores to be had. Hence why, if I have a quick glance, uh, twenty one of the jeez, uh, how many did we have? Forty five. God, we're a big club. Twenty one. Yeah. The forty-five went under the card. Yeah, amazing. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. I was quite happy. I had uh, a few good parts. I was on your card, which saved me a little bit. I was a bit of scramble town uh, in the middle a bit, but uh, nine down for me, I was pretty stoked. Felt a yes. little less stoked when Penn also got a nine down, but uh, when no one else really topped it besides Chris and Ryan, uh, besides you and Ryan, I was like, oh, never mind. Yeah, no, nah, nine down to six score. And like you said, you hadn't played there before, um, really, in the daylight. That was me the last league day. And um, I actually think I shot a nine down and I was stoked <laughs> like, playing it for the day. It's so weird. Like, yeah, you and I are in the same position. You just rock up and you're like, you effectively have not seen the holes, but you've birdied the hole. Like, you birded it in the pitch black. <laughs> you're like, you stood there and I'm like, what did I throw? How did I even get there? There's so many trees in the way. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, people just like, oh, aim towards the light. Uh, all right, sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, as, you, uh, as you, I've got it jagged to 13 down, um, what I like to do um, with my good rounds, and I may have mentioned this on the podcast before, is I always like to, my stats, man, I like my data. So I, I go and <laughs> yeah. chuck it on U, Udisc, and you were on my card, so you might be able to speak to this, but I didn't really notice until I was chucking it on Udisc. Um, I shot 13 down. And according to you, Disc, I missed six putts. Six putts. Like, what do you mean uh, from from inside from C2. circle? Anything from inside? Yeah, yeah. yeah, from inside. I missed one inside C one, which was an air ball, and that was gross. Terrible. Uh, that was terrible. I was so <laughs> close. Um, and then I missed five C two putts, all of which I, I I would say I gave pretty good goes at. They're all kind of gettable C two putts. Um. Yeah, so crazy yeah, to shoot no, 13 I, I and have six missed butts. Yeah, I did not realize that. Now, how is that even possible? Was that eight in holes? Well, <laughs> how you miss six putts? Um, oh, because you, you counted the eagle putts. Yeah, well, only one of them. Like, this, the long one, I didn't get there. Um, but yeah, the, yeah. The, the yellow basket, I was in C2. I was like 12 meters, maybe 14. And yeah, yeah. missed and obviously got the birdie. No, nah, it sounds about right. I, I, like off the top of my head, I wouldn't have said it was five, but um, it probably definitely could have been. It just seemed like, yeah, you either got a birdie or you hit cage from C two. You jagged yeah, yeah. one big C two putt, I think. But um, yeah, well, there you go. So putting on every hole is not bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it was. It was a hundred percent C two in uh, in regulation um, was what you just spit it out as well. So don't think I've had that before. Very scorable course. Um, and getting 13 down, I thought, was going to put me on top of the Melbourne leaderboard. 
Mm. Um, however, it did not. Um, and I, I, I've, so, I've talked this up big enough that I reckon I've got a leave pass to go to the final league day for the league, uh, season. <laughs> oh, lovely. Yeah. Yeah, um, well, what's so, it going to take? So, well, my. What, what's it going to what, take my, for you to win? Oh, nothing. I think rocking up. Unless, because at this stage, Ooh. Ryan Deer, I think Ryan Deer's not even signed up. Um, nah. And so I've got an 85 sitting in there. The 85, let's actually do Yikes. this quickly, right? 85 Yikes. was when I came eighth, T8th. So I've got to do better than T8th. Not bad. On I feel the, like you can handle that. I think I can do better than, yeah, four, you know, only let four or five other people beat me at Bald Hill, and <laughs> I, I should take the top of the leaderboard. Mm, well, that's exciting. Mm. Uh, and I did see your your sneaky little self-indulgent post about how you've oh. got the social day record at all uh, three courses. Nah. Yeah, this is not this is a super self-indulgent podcast as we go. Um, look, I will <laughs> say that I didn't even know you could look up course records on metrics. So it wasn't totally self-indulgent. In one of my group chats, someone put up, oh, look, that's comfortably the roughy course record. I was like, oh, I didn't know you could do that. Um, and so I was like, oh, I sh- presumably I have it at Stony. Click on it. Sure enough. I was like, oh, I wonder who has it at Bald Hill. Not thinking it would be <laughs> me. And then I click on it. And according to metrics, I share it with Daz. So for all three Melbourne courses, I have the league day course record. And it's um, Love that. How, how much um, revered. I don't even know what that word means, but I hope it means nice things. Uh, <laughs> tee off podcast presenter tim bowen would say unless it's pdga or uh league day it doesn't count so i've got it at all three courses on a league day i'm pretty stoked with it yeah no nah, it counts it's good i would indulge as well if i was uh, any good at disc golf so <laughs> good on you Jeez. that's <laughs> well, enough about here we me go. here's my what you here's how i can self-indulge myself unfortunately you're included but um yourself myself Anthony Pearsall and Doug Adams were the only bogey free rounds for the for the day. So good on us, mostly me. Well done. In a and again in a field of forty five. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. So no, I did like that, but yeah, some other uh, some other hot scores. Dave Heath took out the handicap, so he he's done all right. And Janet right up there. Penn, obviously. Penn shot mine, but has a much worse handicap than me. So, great job there, Penn. But, um, Col- yeah, so good Col- rounds Col- had by... Cole Herbson. He's running with a handicap of 13.5, but good on him. He's up Should there be at least well. 17. Yeah. We had a sick card as well, actually. It wasn't just you and me. We, got, uh, we had Honey. He shot well. He's like top 10 on the leaderboard as well um yeah maybe our fourth card mate is a bit further down the list a little bit yeah just a, <laughs> a bit, bit stiff <laughs> yeah, yeah he started rough and just couldn't quite recover old uh cannon gannon so um <laughs> but yeah we dragged him up as a card so it, it did all right <laughs> yes oh and there, but, and then uh, right yeah, in the no, middle 45 so she- there's one other thing we have to say before Ruffy. I don't know if you're going to mention it, but if you scroll right down, right in the middle of your screen, and I'm sure <laughs> maybe we mentioned this guy before, but Braden Boyack cans the ace, the Bang. league day ace, mm-hmm. whole, nine, whole nine, huge. Now, Love was, that. It actually, was it actually that hole that you attempted to Steph Curry? Yeah, hundred percent. So and that our, was that was sick. Tell our, that story. That was sick. It was our first hole of the day. We started on hole nine, and um, yeah, just put my pig out, and uh, one second out of my hand, I was like, "Oh, ace!" And then just turned around and walked away. Didn't watch it, and I saw you and Honey and Dave were doing the watch it for me, and I could see your faces that I was like on this something here. And then, uh, nah, no good. <laughs> uh, yeah, close though, that, right? I didn't see, but you close. reckon it was yeah, close. Yeah. Oh, it tickled chains. It like it was just an inch short. Oh. It just went. It just 
brushed all the chains like hysering like front side of the chains. Like it must have hit two or three chains. Um, but it was just like yeah, a couple inches short. I would have been very happy with that. That would have been a very exciting start to the round. And yeah, the full no look ace. I don't even know what made me do it. I just as soon as it, I was like, oh ace, I just turned around. Yeah, that was sick. <laughs> so hopefully one day. Uh, anything else exciting jumping out at you? No, but I've I've come into this podcast episode with not. I didn't have my knot light up my sleeve, but I now have a yeah. knot light up my sleeve, oh, so I'm good to go. I hope you haven't. I hope you haven't stolen mine because mine's mine's on here as well. Okay, no, we'll see how we go. We'll see how think, we go. I don't think I have. Okay, yeah. <laughs> exciting. Uh, yeah. We'll definitely circle back to that then. <laughs> um, so not so Melbourne-y, but our cousins, the Mount Gambier crew, had their club championships over the weekend as well. I was yeah, I don't know. I would have loved to have gone over, but. Just sort of wasn't in the cards. I had to get to Ruffy, you know. Exactly. <laughs> um, but it uh, it had a bit going on for it. This was the first time we've seen Sarah Lee and Cassie in the same tournament in what feels like forever. Correct. And I think what happened is the same thing that happened the last couple of times that Sarah Lee and Cassie were in a tournament together. Sarah Lee coming out victorious. Shooting well yeah. above her rating again. Yeah, that's. I looked at that in a nine twenty three event. Um, yeah, quite frequently she's getting over nine hundred rated events, which is pretty awesome to see. And Finny, like, I I don't want to look because I don't want to know. But if you've played Man Gambia, Sarah Lee finished minus two through two rounds. Pretty sure I've never gone under the card of that course. So I, uh, I don't want to. Um, I don't want to advanced. Advanced and then Am. Uh, so they did uh, advanced round, the first round, and then um, amateur round, okay. the second round. All right. Um, All right. That makes me feel a little yeah. better because I'm, I'm sure I'm just plus <laughs> there for fun. Um, I can do the reverse math because uh, our good buddy Gareth Morgan was, I think, five down in the first round. So par must be 59 at... Gambia, I reckon, for the advanced one. He was he was um, six down. He was six down in the first round. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. So far, must be sixty. Um, so Sarah shot sixty. So yeah, she shot par on that. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, <laughs> that's got she me went beat. par. She went par in advance, which is huge, and then minus two on yeah, the hands. Yeah, awesome. No, I love that. Um, uh, speaking of your oh. mate Gareth. Yeah. Do- domination. Crushed it. Yeah. I'm telling you, mate, he's on fire. That, that rating's just going to surge and surge and surge. He's just been on a tear this year. So people need to be watching out. He got pretty stiff at the Vic Open. No, not stiff. Blake played really well, but um, I don't know. He was up and about and charging. Um, yeah, cleaned up the SA Open, cleaned up here. Watch, watch out for his name at uh, Nationals. I think he might even go to Queensland Open. Yeah, so maybe. keep an eye on that one. He might go up there and spank all those Queensland yuppies. Yeah. But uh, Timmy B, too good for the MPO field. It's a few Ws um, in the uh, win column for Timmy B this year. Add it to the list. And if we... Fo- yeah, and if we flash back to just a couple pods ago where he was crying to me about how he needs to come back down to MA1, I'm just going to reiterate, get <laughs> fucked. <laughs> Not mean some words here. <laughs> but if he did play MA1, would he have a trophy? <laughs> he would have got, I was going to say he probably would have rolled, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah, nah. <laughs> so he- Smart move, stay up in MPO where the... With competition's a bit easier. <laughs> yeah, Gareth, no, 990 round one for Gareth. Um, Big. But yeah, a, a win's a win. And like I said, it's um, he's got a few. I'm just having a quick glance here. One, two, three, four, five. I think that takes him maybe to six for the year. Timmy so B. Well done, Tim. Yeah, six wins yeah. for the year. 
Yeah. Yeah, not bad. I got five in my career. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure one of them they messed up. <laughs> Asterix, take it. Asterix. Uh, yeah. What, what, yeah. what else in the other divisions? Um, oh, well, we a, had uh, – we got a – yeah. No, 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 go. I was going to say the MP40, a um, couple of the – you know, I'll look forward to seeing wh- where these guys sign up for nationals, but hopefully Chris Hart and hopefully Alex Castales both playing uh, MP40 at nationals, maybe with a Chris Finn. Definitely. Um, yeah, it could be really fascinating. It looks like that was a pretty good battle, but uh, Castales got it done. Um, I think they were tied after round one, possibly. Um, Definitely. Yeah, they both they both went par, which is pretty amazing. But uh, yeah, not so good, Papa Hart, in round two. Yeah, so uh, well done, Alex, on the win there. And uh, who do I see just before? Our man, John Cranston, who seems like he's our most talked about person on the podcast, I reckon. Uh, another easy victory for him in MA50. Ooh, by a stroke. Not, or 10. Oh, no, I'm looking at, no, I'm looking at round one, my bad. He had a stroke lead after <laughs> yeah. round one and then got it done, my bad. Yep, that'll do. Yes, stroke or 10, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's getting a dab it. <laughs> Not too many other Vic crew going over. We had Jay Ross. He's got family over there, so he went, but he had a bit of a stinker. So we don't need to worry about that one. And I think that's it. I think it was just uh, Timmy and uh, Cassie Tosh and, um, yeah, John. Don't know if they're so listening, not a big but, contingent. Um, a Ballarat, a Ballarat guy, Marlon went across, um, and uh, Tom Jankar, who has been a lot of the Stony Leagues and stuff. I think he lives out like oh, yep. Ringwood Way. He went across as well. Um, and uh, and Lee Thompson. Smoking. All right, there's probably plenty yep. there. Sorry, guys, if we keep missing you. <laughs> but I don't know if they're listeners. We don't know if they're listeners. No, nah, exactly. We, we love nah. you and we appreciate you. And if you're not, we'll stuff you. <laughs> stuff you. You don't get a shout out. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, but now that'll be fun. I'm looking forward to the eruption later in the year. So I'll have to see whether I can muster up a par for myself. Yeah. Good luck. Uh, the pro- yeah. <laughs> the pros had a crack as well. They thought they'd have a, a little bit of a tournament, and it turned out to be pretty fascinating. The DDO, which is always uh, an exciting one because that's a it's a cool course and it's pretty iconic. Yeah. But did um, you see this coming? <laughs> I didn't see this coming, but we actually got a sponsor for this uh, little Pro Tour oh, check-in. of course. Okay. Um, so uh, the sponsor that I uh, – let me just bring up my notes because I'd like to get this right. Excellent. Um, I'm going to do a bit of spelling for this week's they sponsor. They send us so, very specific things, so we got to say them just how they tell us, you know? Yeah. All right. So um, – We've all heard of Karen's Diner and the struggles that they've had. Well, they went into liquidation, they've re-emerged, and they would like you to be um, to welcome them into our community. Please welcome Dis Golf. That is spelt D-I-S-S Golf. All of your apparel, all of your disc needs can be purchased at Dis Golf. But when you're making your purchases, if you buy a putter, you might be told you putt like Evelina. When you're buying a driver, you might be told you putt like David Heath. You drive like David Heath, I'm sorry. So disc golf, no longer Karen's Diner, but we do have disc golf. I'm also led to believe that they'll have a social media presence soon. So look out for links on our social media account. Awesome to have a sponsor on board. Um, We'll do our shout outs via our socials as well. So thank you, Disc Golf. Beautiful. I like um, that. Disc Golf. That's cool. I can get around that. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm all for it. I want to get a job there. I feel like I have a few good disses up my sleeve. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yes, DDO, I have been on leave because uh, as um, I've obviously a new father and I've had some time off and I actually wasn't at work on Monday and I got to watch the final round unfold live. Um and it was up there, like it's, I'm going to say it's in my, I want to say top three, but I'll say top five. No, I'm going to say it. it's top three rounds, live disc golf rounds that I've watched um, battle. Sick. Like, yeah, Matty O was in it. Evan Smith was in it. Olden Harris was in it. There was like five guys 
um, obviously Kelvin and you know the um, household name Parker were all in mm-hmm. it at one stage. Like three of them were tied, um, you know, with a few holes to play, and yeah, it was just phenomenal golf. Um, and yeah, so Parker Welk, who was ranked 112 um, on the UDIS system, he's now ranked 39 thanks to his huge uh, win um, on the weekend. Yeah, got it done. Bogey 13. <laughs> That's amazing. It bounced back with a sidearm, sidearm eagle on a 300-meter hole, right? So 300-meter par 5, sidearm, sidearm, putt in eagle. Okay, so yes, he's throwing 150-meter sidearms. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, just made awesome putts, and he just kind of like ate the pressure up for breakfast um, it was so awesome to see. And um, one of my favorite things, and you may have seen this um, on our socials, was like afterwards he's doing the Terry Miller, Terry Miller interview and he goes, he obviously he's like a, you know, a competitive athlete. He's like, no, I believed in myself and I wanted to get it done. And when I made that putt on 14, I was confident I was going to get it done. But when I rocked up here today, I came to win. And I was That's disheartened awesome. when I looked at Udisc uh, last night and saw that Udisc was giving me a 1% chance of winning. I'm coming in like T2nd into the round, and um, there was blokes in 7th that had like a 7% chance of winning, and they had Parker at oh, less than 1% chance of winning. And um, he basically did the Michael Jordan mic drop and said, and I took that personally, and he fucking got it done. So I'm stoked for him. Love that. No, that's cool. I full love yeah. that. And uh, he might have uh, might have shared that uh, funny little post that you put up of him with the yeah. Jordan thing. So uh, he's a friend of the show now. So he really, he Peter really Welk. is. He, he actually, uh, his name's Parker. His name's definitely Parker. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Parker. <laughs> he actually dropped me. He dropped the, our socials another message today. I'm not even lying. Um, oh, go to the chats. Oh, they just said, um, "Thanks, mate." Is that what I hey. said? No, no, there you go. I said, thank you, dude, exclamation mark. So he loved it. Love that. Yeah. Good friend of the show, Parker Well, You're going to see plenty of his name. We yeah, get him early, you know what I mean? We get on all the all the up-and-comers, so we know what's – we've got our finger on the pulse. Yeah. I nearly tipped him. Did you nearly tip him? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I did so not. Who, who were your tips this week? I went for Ricky Wysocki because he always plays really well at this course. Uh, yep. And he did. Sixth place. Thank you very much. Uh, and then I went Macy uh, someone someone. Can't remember her last name. Uh, Vela Diaz. I've never heard of, but she plays the course all right. And she got 12. I'll take it. How about right. yourself? I also went Ricky. We know that my tipping's been a joke this year, um, and I <laughs> thought I I thought I tipped Cat Merch, and I might have told you I tipped Cat Merch, but it turned out I actually tipped Haley King, who got the double. Oh, handy. Yeah, so I got a total of seven points this week, which is easily my best week in this tipping comp. Oh, very nice. Yeah, well, Haley King, uh, nice win in a playoff, right, over Holly. Correct. And Tatar nowhere to be seen? Yeah, uh, not even on the I podium. I mean, fourth, but yeah. Um, fourth pretty trash for her. And was it Alla Hansen or Holland Hanley that put out the best tweet ever? It might have been Holland. I can't remember. It. it might have been Holland who lost in the playoff. Sorry if it was Alla, but one of them, non-winner of the event, put out the best tweet. I loved it. Shared it with the boys. Said, yep. Good result, lost in my playoff, didn't win, great result. But for the first time in my career, I've beat Kristen Tatar. Um, so that was pretty epic, I thought. No, I do love that. Yeah, just quickly scrolling into her, uh, into Tatar's previous tournaments this year. First, fifth, second, first, 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 sixth. Oh, gross. First, first, and then a horrendous fourth here. So, <laughs> um, not bad. If the worst you've done is sixth. Yeah. Her uh, PDJ win rate prior to this weekend um, was 70%. Um, 
<laughs> to compare that to the MPO field, the the uh, Ganon Burr, the best in the MPO field is Ganon Burr on 13%. Wow. Yeah, so That's head, wild. And sh- head and shoulders. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, she's like 30 rating points higher than everyone, so... Yep. Uh, now, amazing. Uh, bit I'm seeing in the MPO when I'm looking down at the FBO stuff, which is never a good sign, but uh, our man, Elijah Bickle... Oh, did he in play? 90, he oh. did, 94th place. Uh, came out... Top 100. Top 100. Came out with an even, but... Two places uh, ahead of him. Well, I guess technically three because it's a tie. Uh, 91st place, Levi Stout. So not everyone might know that name, but if you're an astute patriot then um, of the game, then you might know that Levi Stout and his brother Ethan are very handy disc golfers from New Zealand. Correct. So I think Levi's dead set 12 years old. Uh, whereas Ethan, I think might he might have some facial hair. Not a hundred percent sure, um, but, but they're out there because they got worlds. Uh, I think junior worlds. So yeah, that um, yeah, was cool seeing their name and yeah, nice little battle between Levi and Elijah. But Levi got him by one stroke. So that's that's go. what I was focusing on. I, I didn't see much at the top. I'm looking at. I'm looking at Elijah's uh, last round, which was his best round. Um, he shot a... He went 69, 68, 64. His 64 includes a snowman on a par three. <laughs> Our boy slings them, you know? He slings them. He goes for it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we like about him. So what would have that been? Like, if he pars that hole, he's getting a 59, um, which is what... It's pretty you hot. Scroll, you have to scroll quite high to guess who it's, shot a 59 final hot. round. Ricky Wysocki shot a 59. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so so he's, got the, he's got the potential there, man. It, but Yeah, wow. I'm trying to picture what hole is that? Wow, what has he done? No one else has taken an eight. He's the only eight for the entire competition. Oh, of course. Uh, well, I don't know. Um, hole, go away. Hole 13. I can't picture it. Oh, do yeah, you know what hole it'll be? I didn't, I didn't get to watch any of it. No. It'll be, um, let me see, is it the hole that Parker bo- bogeyed? Yeah. So it's, it's essentially it's an island hole. Years gone by, guys used to take like a side, a safe sidearm around to the left and lay up and just play it for par. Um, but they've moved the tee pad, they've tweaked the hole a little bit, and you can just shoot for it. It's an island hole, um, but it's re-throw. It's, I guess, kind of like hole seven. Oh, so he's, he's gone hard at it. Yeah, and obviously not yeah. made it I'll... a few times. <laughs> oofed, oofed, oh, oofed, oofed. no good. Well, yeah. from one just over 1,000-rated player to another, let's check in on Bainey. But before we do that, we've got a, a sponsors come on for the the Bane spotting segment. Beautiful. Gatorade. Gatorade hit me up. They want to be a part of it. So whether you've worked up a sweat at the gym or just wanting a seemingly more healthy alternative than a soft drink, Gatorade is here. What else are you going to do? Drink water? Water sucks. It really, really sucks. Drink Gatorade. That's good advertising by them. Yeah, now nah, thanks for that Gatorade. Uh, I love it. It's actually my favorite drink. It's the only thing I ever drink. So um, uh, everyone should get on Gatorade. Bainey must have had some Gatorade because he played pretty hot again. Excellent. Uh, he was at Corner Piste and 22nd. Correct. Which is not bad in a pretty, pretty stacked. Field, what, 141 MPO players, a ton of them over 1,000 rated. Uh, yeah, very nice by him. Once again, averaged over above his rating, didn't he? He did, uh, which is uh, awesome to see. Um, 
and he took down a couple of big names as well. I do so. You got Bainey in twenty second. In twenty third, you'll find a young Scott Stokely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, um, no, it's cool. Nate Nate Perkins in thirty sixth. Uh, yeah, there was some people out there that he that he's done plenty of work on. So he's doing great. No, hundred percent. Yeah, and again, just continually shooting over a thousand rated. That's huge. And then he's straight into an event this weekend, is he not? Yeah, I think so. I uh, think so. All the same crew rolling up. Nor- yeah, Norway. Yeah, Crocol. I should let you pronounce these things because you seem to have fun with trying to say these <laughs> things. Crocol Open uh, is what I'm going to call it. Um, nice. And I've sp- spotted, similarly to a couple of weeks ago, um, he he's up there in regards to one of the higher rated players uh, for the event. So there is only about eight players higher uh, higher rated than him. So it could be in the mix again. That's spicy. We like that. We'll definitely have to keep a very close eye on that one. And he's got a bit of uh, cash again. I was just checking. They didn't have the listed payouts, but they got the projected payouts in 22nd. Takes home a cool 435 euros. So, um, yeah, doing all right, Benny. I like that. He's, he's out there making cash. Yeah, for sure. And, again, he's living out of a tent, so all of that money is going straight into the pocket. I'm sure he's hitchhiking um, and selling a few binoculars on the side to get around. Um, and, yeah, all of that money is just uh, profit is the way I'm reading it. No, love that. Yeah, hopefully he can get a, a big one. And um, I feel like he he has his entry to the European Open now already, doesn't he? Because he had a top 10 at the last thing. But, he yeah, he's still chasing that USDGC one. Yeah, hope he gets it. Hope he gets it. Yeah, that would be exciting. Uh, so what else we got? I think, uh, oh, we have, an, we have another... Aussie overseas that we need to put some we need to put some time to. You're gonna hear a bit of this over the next couple of weeks, I think. Yes. Our man. Yeah. We've got a lot of men apparently, a lot of a lot of friends <laughs> of the show. But this is this is one of the boys, the old school Melbourne disc golfer, Mark Hardy, heading over for worlds, is gonna tear him up. Yeah, pumped. Um, yeah, pretty sure he tees off on Tuesday. I don't know if that's like Wednesday our time. But, yeah, we're testing out this new system for us potting right now. And if this works out well, um, yeah, we're hoping to have some segments with Hardy, um, you know, living the AMP Worlds experience for us. Um, so, you know, we could have a future world champion on our hands. We don't know. But uh, what I do know is uh, I've got someone who's going to go over there um, and he's going to have a laugh and... Um, yeah, hopefully give us the insider scoop on uh, what Am Worlds is, how it's unfolding. Yeah, no, I love that. Very excited. He, was he playing like Northwoods Black and stuff, right? Yeah, Northwoods Black. Wild. Wild. If he shoots better than plus 180, he's done well. Um, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah, a few other courses as well. They might even cycle through. They Yeah, there's pool A, pool B. I don't really know. That's what. They're the questions I'll be asking Mark Hardy. Yeah, perfect. So, yeah, we should hear some of that very soon, hopefully. Uh, very excited about that. Um, we asked some people to hit us up with names for our player radar. Very yes. popular segment. I've had uh, someone actually reached out to me that <laughs> said, rate me. I want to be rated. <laughs> good, good. They're on the list. Let's put them on the list. They're on the list, uh, 100%. But... One uh, one name got brought up and we couldn't overlook him. Who was that? Uh, it has to be the far superior uh, Brunsting disc golfer, your father. <laughs> That's it. I am uh, I'm known all around Australia as Jeff Brunsting's son. Yeah. And, hey guys, um, I'm Jeff's son. <laughs> there's, there's not much I can do about it, you know. So he's a lovable character and he's about to get rated, put under the, the thrallers scrutiny. What yeah, uh, under can the you remind the folks at home what our categories are, Chris? Brilliant. Uh what we have If you remember. Uh, 
I know I've got them right here in front of me. I'm organized. Um, we're running at a Lovely. professional system here. So four categories that everyone shares and everyone gets a special category. And as we know, we did Taryn last week. And as we alluded to, Taryn will hear that episode in a couple of months' time. And we look forward to his <laughs> feedback. We both bumped into Taryn on the weekend. We can guarantee he's got no idea that he's been raided. Um, uh. So <laughs> we look forward to him finding out. The categories are driving, putting, mental game, and card vibes. They're the four that are locked away. Uh, what's the fifth one we're doing for Jeff? So for Jeff, we're going to go with Disc Golf Creations. So creating things within the disc golf community, making things. So yeah. disc golf creations for Jeff. Okay. Uh, what are we kicking off with? Uh, driving, yeah? Yes. Well, I'm going to give him a big fat solid two because he just can't throw very far. He does the no run up, like starting a chainsaw. Um, yeah, like they, they go okay, but uh, it's a two for me. I um I, I like it more to the flicking of a tea towel, the way he just like whips <laughs> his arm. Um, yeah. And, and out flies the P-Waka-Waka. I have to say, we've been very aligned with our rating. I I had him as a three because some of those P-Waka-Waka drives that I've seen him do, and he's we also know the man loves an ace pot, uh, I had him as a three. Um, do we go with 2.5? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I always split the diff. All right. Sounds two good. Yeah, the, a, two, the ace pot... Does factor. I, I didn't yeah. think about that, but yeah, he, he he takes them down. You can't be trash driver if you take down aces. Exactly, exactly. All right, two point five. You've gone hard on him there. All right, I'll go first with putting. Uh, with putting. Yep. Um, I have to liken it to. Uh, I don't know, and for that reason, I've given him a two. It's definitely a two. He can't but. <laughs> All right, Sorry, sweet. old man, but yeah, he's he's good from about three in, and then we get a bit squirrely after that. <laughs> yeah, uh, some go in, uh, some he throws, don't. He throws this weird hyzer putt. I don't know. He knows. He's not. Oh, he might be mad, but he knows. It's a two from me. All right, cool. We agree. We're back on. We're back on the same page. All right, you go first with mental game. Mental game. He he's a three at that. He he just does a. Like, he, he doesn't break down. He definitely doesn't really break down, but I've seen him get a little frazzled. Um, but, no, I'm going to go three and a half because he, he doesn't really doesn't lose his cool or anything either. Um, yeah, not not like a sharp focus. I feel like a five, you need to be a sharp, focused kind of person. So I'm going to go three and a half. All right, cool. I, um, yeah, it's interesting because um, with previous ratings, I've gone... Um, you know, they're switching on and they're switching off. And for me, Jeff's like in this like perfect, like Zen state of like switched off. Like sometimes I'm playing disc golf with Jeff physically, but I, I know that I'm not playing disc golf with Jeff mentally. Like he's just kind of elsewhere. You know, his mind is elsewhere um, and it doesn't affect his game and he doesn't get sad or mad or I've not seen it. You may have played more rounds with him. I actually had his mental game as a four, but um, you've mm. gone from three to three point five, so I think three point five is fair. Let's go three point five. No, no, well, oh yeah, all right, that's all right. We can do that. Do I think do though, seven, if we do, do wanna, next time. Do you want to go seven five? No, 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 no. We're not. I, I feel <laughs> like we're not playing those games. So yeah. I feel like if we have things like that in the future, we just round up. All right. Yeah. Good. Right. So, right. but yeah, if you're happy, if you want, if you're worried about my original three, then yeah, we can stick it. At, we can keep it at three point five, but. Otherwise, we round up. Yeah. Benefit of the doubt for the player, you know? Yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, and then we're, talking we're, about the, we're, talk, we're talking about the Prez here. So he's getting some favorable numbers. Let's not lie. <laughs> yeah. um, card uh, vibes. Card vibes. You've got to look forward to playing with Jeff. He's, um, and he's also like a, a pretty good attendee to some glow rounds. Um, I had card vibes at a 3.5 for Jeff. Yeah, I'm right there with you too. I think it would rate higher, but he definitely zones out sometimes where he's just, yep. like you said, you just, he's just not there. <laughs> so yep. it's hard to be a good vibe when you're not there. 
<laughs> but no, three point five. Always happy to see Jeff on a card. I can never get him on. He's always like him and Doug and like two other people are always the first four to register, and they're always on hole one and it's always full. So yeah, um, yeah. now nah, three and a half's good bump. Good for me. All right, disc golf uh, creations. Yeah. What what's he got? Give us some of his repertoire so, in the disc golf creation world. Well, when I think of disc golf creations, couple names spring to mind. Oscar, he likes making some wild discs, yep. um, out of all kinds of materials. Paul Arden, I love myself a fidget mini. <clears throat> Sorry, um, I've got the handle for my Zuka, uh, but. Jeff, just too many to count. The Vic bag tags, the Melbourne bag tags. He even made the Melbourne tags where it's got your name on the one part and then it sort of slots in the other part with the tag that you can interchange. He made those bottle opener ones a while ago. Um, he's made his own disc golf cart and it's not trash. He's made it out of metal uh, and it's quality. The... The tyres that we have at Werribee at the moment, I think. Um, yep. I made them, but that was his idea. Um, yeah, he just does it all. Uh, the, and more importantly... Yeah. Yes. The how have I forgot? His, his, his biggest creation was the Glow Roll-Up. So who doesn't have one of them in their bag when you roll up to Glow Night? So I, I couldn't give him anything... Anything less than a five for disc golf creations because the man creates. Yeah, yep. Right there, at six is not an option, so I gave him a five. Um, definitely a five. Glow Roller. I think there's a few people out there that might be hearing of Glow Rollers for the first time. I think we've got some you know, new disc golfers to our podcast, and if you don't know what we're talking about, find out and get yourself one. If you play any Glow round ever, you'll see someone with a, with a Glow Roller that uh, Jeff makes himself. So, yeah, nah, for sure. What are we looking for that? Are we gonna, we're too early for a total? He's got it. Must have done all right with the uh, the special category. Most people we've have been a, getting rolled by him, but <laughs> we've got a new, we've got a new leader. We've got a new clubhouse leader. Oh, all right. So, uh, to the top of the podium goes Jeff with a sixteen point five. Big. So big. Uh, what was well, Patman? Uh, 14. Oh, so Jeff's pretty comfortable at the moment. Yeah, and... I like that. uh, Taron was 13. Mm, Nice. All right, cool. Well, there you go. Jeff is Melbourne's best-rated disc golfer so far. As as per Throllers, the only rating that matters. Exactly. So keep throwing your, uh, your requests out. Uh, request yourself if you want, and yeah, whatever whatever we find spicy, we'll put on next pod. And we've had a couple we've had a couple people ask us how do they get to participate in the pod so that they can be considered for the Throllers Invitational. Uh, yes, there's one way. Exactly. So vote on uh, Chris's polls. Let us know about uh, players you want rated. Hit us up with some potential companies that might want to sponsor us. Um, yeah, chew, just chew let us know off. you're listening. Yeah, chew our ear off at league days uh, to let us know you're listening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, this um, is a perfect because yeah, perfect. I think we might start sending some invites out soon, eh? We have to. We have to. I feel like we're close to locking away a date. Maybe not so close to locking in a location, but uh, wheels are moving. Nice. So keep an eye out in your inbox, people, because, uh, yeah, invites will be out soon. Oh, and um, it's not like – so I saw – did you see the New South Wales tournament, the something-something invitational? No. Nah. Yeah, it's some uh, – it looks good. It's at like a like a Jumbuck-style place. Oh, nice. Uh, like yep. a camp joint or an activity centre or whatever. Um, and I think they got – camping on site and all that. It, it just looks really good but it's called the you know something something new south wales invitational so i'm trying to think to myself well how do i get an invite to this well yep. the way you get an invite to it is open the link to disc golf scene <laughs> just give them some cash 
Apparently everyone's invited. Beautiful. <laughs> How do you call yourself an invitational and then just let anyone rock up? Yeah, who oh, knows? Anyway. They missed, they missed the memo. Yeah. All right. You've, um, you've really built up my spotlight indirectly all episodes. So I want to jump straight into my spotlight if that's all right. Love it. Yeah, please do. Um, we've, you've unwill, unknowingly continually mentioned it mentioned it throughout tonight's podcast and my spotlight indeed has to simply go to our awesome listeners um like you like full credit to yourself for dreaming up this idea of just throwing a podcast together i thought at most we'd get you know two listeners your mum my mum done um but you know we've got more than double that you know we might even get double digit listeners to some of our episodes and the engagement and the positive feedback uh, and the interaction that we get week in week out uh, is awesome like the fact that people are out here listening to us um, and you know not hating on it uh, it uh, brings me joy so my spotlight goes to all of our awesome listeners Uh, thanks for being a part of this yeah I love that that's a good one uh, I'm big on that. Didn't think about that, but it's cool. We get we get a little uh, kick when it, when someone we didn't realize listens is just like, oh hey, heard this on that episode. We're like, what? Like, oh yeah, sick. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> so now yeah. we love it. Um, so keep it coming. Yeah, please. Uh, my spotlight. Oh, man, that's a good good question. I've got a not light. Let me hit that. And oh, then, then we'll go from there. There's a few. I'm, I got no shortage of not lights that I want to throw out um, <laughs> this week. So if I can't find a spotlight, I might double up the not lights. Um, <laughs> but uh, I know you said yours is on the social days, so I'm going to look elsewhere. My not light goes to Ryan Hart Oof. at the Crater Lakes. <laughs> At the Crater Lakes Classic, just laying an egg. <laughs> what the ten over first round, just getting absolutely destroyed by the rest of the field. Um, not good enough, mate. You're meant to be a gun. Nine fifty odd rated, not anymore. Eight forty yeah. round, probably won't even count. So he'll be all right. But um, nah. You can't be just kicking my ass routinely and then I don't play one and you just lay an egg and let Timbo and roll all over you. So, not good enough, mate. You're my not like. Nah, fair enough. There was definitely a stage when I saw the scores and I thought, oh, has Ryan not rocked up and he's just taken par plus four? Um, <laughs> but no, he was just shooting par plus four. So, good not like by you. Good not like. Had to be yeah. said. Had to be. Couldn't go unnoticed. All right, mine. Yeah. It has a it has a social day connection, but I know this was not going to be your not light. And mine, a little bit controversial, depending on who's listening to this episode. I think it might not go down so well, but I'm going with it. I don't. My not light goes to Melbourne Disc Golf's clubs' use of what they've coined the Ace Club. I don't think it works. Oh. I don't think it works in its current formation. Are you a member of the Ace Club? Nah, but that's because I don't play social days. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, I want to hear this because I like it. I think it's a good idea. You what you let me know. What do you Well what I, are you in I don't for? know. I don't know if, I don't know if I don't know if I'm a member. Um I know Braden, who shot his second league day ace, um, is not a member. Okay, so he's now got two league day aces. <laughs> Uh, no payout because he's not a member of Ace Club. Um, I don't know if he knows about Ace Club. I, I just think there's room for improvement. I, I It doesn't sit well with me that poor Braden is out there with two league day aces and not a dollar in his back pocket. That doesn't sit well with me, and I, I don't think that's on Braden. Um, that we need to think maybe a little bit more creatively about on a dated on a week to week, weekend to weekend process, how do we get, you know, get those cheeky dollars in or whatever it might be to be like, 
I get that mm. manual labor manual labor of the dollars doesn't work, so maybe we need to be a bit more creative. But it doesn't sit well with me that Braden is uh, no dollars better off with two league day aces for the year. <laughs> nah, that's fair. I love how you've come with a, a, a not like but no solution to it. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not a member of the club. But I'm not a member of the board either. So that's for them to figure yeah, out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we just we just air the grievances. Nah, that's <laughs> yeah. a good point. I like the concept because yeah, we don't have to worry about like oh I've given money at this one and that's got to get to the pool somehow. Um, no one has to carry change and stuff like that. But yeah, I used to go on the ace pot every social day, and now that it's a, a thing that I would have to purchase for the year, I don't. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the solution is either. But yeah, that is stiff. Two two aces and, and nothing to show for it. Yeah, um, not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. Not like um, I don't know other than that. We talk. We keep talking too much about the like people playing well. We got to start keeping. I'm gonna cut. Start keeping some. Some stuff to myself for the spotlight. I probably should have just given it to you for the the three um, league day <laughs> top scores or something like that. But uh, I'm gonna I'm just gonna go with the second not light. Please do. And this is a bit controversial, just because it, I feel like I've got to go here because you, you've mentioned in the past if you get a spotlight, well, the spotlight's <laughs> yes. on you. Yes, exactly. We're watching. We're watching. Yeah. Well, this person's gotten a spotlight in the past for his shredding of this course. Absolutely dominating of the Ruffy Lake course. Uh, that's our man, Oscar Felberg, who just didn't get it done. He routinely wins the Glow with a 600 down and then just rolls up on his own. Neg three. Sorry, mate. That's not good enough. Not good enough by you. Um, not like. Be better. So we lost Chris's audio somehow. Uh, luckily, this is right at the end. And I basically went on to not like every single person who played a Ruffy. So probably good that that didn't make <laughs> the air either. So, um, yeah, thanks, everyone, for listening. And for Chris, peace out, everybody.